calling shuttle pod three. You're cleared for departure. Safe travels. Hello and welcome to a very special end of the year roundup from the Ship Talking team. Today we're in our personal shuttle out and about looking for the source of some strange tachyon readings. Ooh. And we figured、mm. this would be the perfect opportunity to sit back, relax, and reflect on the past year and all of the wonderful ship content we have. Today I'm joined by Brandon and George. Hey guys. Hey. Tachyons always get me in that reminiscing kind of mood. <laughs> well, and James, you finally found those tachyons that Stamets has been looking for. Well, that's the hope. That's why we're out here, right? <laughs> We may be in the wrong century, but nobody's really discussed whether the DNA is a temporal anomaly or not. It could be another one of Q's tricks. There's nothing we can rule out. Oh God. I must say our listeners are missing out, as、uh, James is currently wearing the most fabulous of Christmas jumpers. So I'd like to formally request <laughs> that we. Replace these tachyons with stylishons. <laughs> <laughs> wrong franchise, though. Wrong franchise. It's not the first time I've been told I need to find a new style. So let's、uh, oh, move on from that. The、one. burn. <laughs> the burn. No, that was last year. That was last year. <laughs> so let's look back on the year, shall we? We started off the year with Discovery's season three finale, where we saw some ships from Navarre dropping out of warp for that final confrontation between the Federation. And Asira.、Yep. Then, in the summertime, we had the wonderful Lower Deck season two, giving us a whole host、mm. of twenty-fourth century ship goodness. Which took us into the winter months, where we had the protostar hit our screens, along with Discovery season four and some very, very lovely ship shots in that.、Mm -hmm. It was a great year for ship. It was. Shall we start off at the beginning and talk about the Discovery A and what we've seen of her this year? Yeah, the Discovery A that has brought us、uh, furiously into the era of ships that go flippy whoop when they fly and fight things. <laughs> yeah, it's been quite the controversial one. The refit bought us our detached nacelles, which have been very controversial. But we won't go too far into that. We've covered it in multiple <laughs> podcasts this year. <laughs> At the same time, you know, we've had Hero Collector show us their very first images of their model as well, and their solution to the floating conundrum, which I think would also be a great episode name. So, <laughs> CBS, if you're listening, and it also brought Tron to the Star Trek universe. <laughs> oh, I see what you did there. I do love the kind of. Of neon aesthetic of the 32nd century ships, just the streaks of light along the side. It's really grown on me. Yeah, I know. At first, it felt a bit like, oh well, you're all complaining about the lighting in space. So here's the new lighting in space. How many points of lighting did you want? We'll give you, we'll give you ten, we'll give you a hundred, we'll give you a thousand. Yeah. But now I'm kind of going for it. It feels like we've had so much of that sort of like flatly lit starship panning around, sort of beauty shot stuff. Now everything is a bit more, a bit more freaky. It feels a bit more alien. It kind of feels appropriate given that we're in the Future,、mm, yeah. Well, and we also got, you know, at the start of season four of Discovery, the Credence, which is a very interesting and unique ship that doesn't seem like it actually belongs in the century it's in.、Mm, to steal a、uh, phrase from another show, it seems a bit like an anachronism, <laughs> and it just doesn't quite. Fits the design of the front half. It's discovery.
Cavalry in the front, it's 32nd century in the back. <laughs> well, if I don't know, the back even looks kind of Discovery, but the nacelles and, and the glowy bits on maybe sensor pods. But yeah, the front, it looks like part of Discovery, but it's like the blunt end of the pizza mm. cutter. <laughs> yeah, it's more of a sort of fish slice. <laughs> they sand it down the front of Discovery with yeah. a uh, programmable matter sander, and yeah. uh, that's what they ended up with. Interesting, though, that we just, you know, had this what seemed like almost like a throwaway shot of the ship, like just Mm. a few seconds up on screen and then we didn't see any more of it. I mean, I think there are other amazing 32nd century ships. Like could we could have another 32nd century Intrepid class that could have come in or maybe it was the Marie Curie with the the four nacelled floaty bit ship. Like that one could have been cool because we haven't seen much of it or the Saturn or any of those. But then we got this other brand new random one and I don't think this really fits in with what they were talking about with the Archer space dock because it's not a new design. So I don't know. My best guess to explain it is that when they resolved the burn at the end of season three, Starfleet went in and the Federation as a whole went in and were like, well, we have all of these old ships that are sitting in mothballs and we need to get dilithium out to all of these other planets. So, oh, we've got the NXO2 in there. Get it out. Get it flying. And that's how we ended up with the Credence. They just cut the nacelle pylons off. Thousand-year mothballs sitting in there. I wouldn't want to see those. Be very dusty. Right. But I I like with this new season and with this new era of Discovery, we're just getting so many more nacelles than we previously used to have. What the record previously was like four, if you don't count all of the various nacelles on the Prometheus. But now what we've been having private conversations and and debates and furious screaming matches about how many does the Credence have? (laughs) And you you can't knock that thing out of warp anymore it's it's you'd have to shoot it so many times in the nacelles just to get it down to two <laughs> this is clearly what the federation was working on for 930 years this is it this is it they're just like how <laughs> how can we make there be more nacelle redundancy bigger around there's more of them yeah that's actually what caused the burn and james how happy were you to see uh the uh you know older janeway's intrepid up on screen so many times Ooh. this year in a couple shows yeah we've seen it in lower decks in glory plate ceramic yeah. form and we saw it in uh, Prodigy as a kind of schematic as Hologram Janeway was talking about the history of the Federation with a totally non-specific assortment of starships that has no relevance whatsoever at all. <laughs> um, but it has it has been lovely. It's been a really good year for me as a Voyager fan and as an Enterprise fan as well. I'm not going to speak too much but there have been a few hints towards Enterprise and nods in the last season of Discovery Mm -hmm. and it's been lovely to see those worked in especially as this has been the 20th anniversary of Enterprise and all of that kind of got a bit lost in it being Star Mm -hmm. Trek's big big 55th year and Enterprise not having the same fan pop culture base as the other shows. Mm. Would they be gearing us up for the furious return of flocks? Oh, well, I don't know. It might work from my uh, my panel and the little um, campaign we started. Yeah. I also love how Discovery, you know, aside from just ships, but Discovery may- mentioned a few uh, things from Picard. Mm. Um, so, like, mentioned about Picard being a synth. Yes. Um, and also there was one other Picard mention. Um, that I think there was also the uh, Coat Malat. Like, obviously, that's in a big part mm-hmm. of Picard as well. So it's been really 
cool to see um, them talking about other shows and bringing in that. And I, uh, I think we're going to also see some amazing ship stuff in 2022 when it comes to Picard. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, I can, I, uh, if I was a betting man, I would bet on that. But maybe it's because I have some inside information. Shh, you're not meant to mention that. Well, well, maybe he doesn't have inside information. Maybe he doesn't have any at all. Shh. This is true. Maybe. Um, and also, we just saw some ship love on Twitter from the Games Awards uh, with mm-hmm. the reveal of the new uh, ship that looks like maybe a centaur slash Luna Cross from the Resurgence trailer. Yes, that's very exciting to me. The concept of a game from the previous people at Telltale who were very big on kind of linear adventure games seems like a really good fit for Star Trek and although the graphics don't look like they're going to blow your socks off they're not immersion breaking so I think that that's going to be a really big highlight when it comes out a lot of Trek fans are going to enjoy it and I also look forward to the eventual shuttle scuttle where you'll either tell me I was right or horribly (laughs) horribly wrong. We'll start it with a screeched uh, uh, dedication to this moment. (laughs) We also can't forget about all the 24th century content that we saw in Lower Decks this year See, we have the Cerritos special feature that was yes. teased, uh, which is that she can shed her hull placing, which explains how the older ship has kept such a fresh look. Yep. We also saw a yet another variation of the Miranda class in the first episode. We saw the Danube runabout in multiple episodes. More love for the Luna class, a refit of the Nova class, the brand new Obina class, which looks like it's going to do many, many years of wine distilling, <laughs> and the return of everyone's favourite ship, the Oberth. Yes. And just think about everything we're going to see next year with Season 3 and with Strange New Worlds. I think we're going to see a lot of alien ships too which I'm excited about. You know, I try and uh, bring in the alien ship love where we can. And uh, I think with them, you know, going to these strange new worlds and meeting Mm -hmm. new civilizations, we're going to see more love for the aliens. Yes. And I'm eager to see whether they're going to stick with the Discovery Season 2 Enterprise or whether they're going to mix it up a bit and maybe bring it a bit closer to the Mm -hmm. original series one. More stained carpets. More stained carpets. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it looks like we've found a micro wormhole. Sorry, but we're going to have to wrap it up here. George, get those sensors or scans going and please while you're here give us a shout on twitter or instagram or send a hail to hello at shiptalkingpod.com we're also on patreon which is where you can get exclusive benefits including new episodes of this wonderful show one week before everybody else have a great week everyone and see you next time bye 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 and happy new year (laughs) 